Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. now for The Drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis. Welcome back into the drive here on 93 in the Ville. Mark Ennis, Steve Rummage, and Dave Skull, because I'm not a good planner. It's and okay. that's fine. You out. all win. Yeah, you all win. Exactly. This is fun, man. I've, I've really had a good time. So, yeah, I for sure. Remember yesterday, that Kathy called in to the drive and said she was going to come to town on October 6th. And then yeah. we were like, what's the And she hung up. And then she called back. It's like, hey, I'm coming for the Notre Dame game. She called LSL last night, too. And Kathy is like kind of the station grandma. Mm-hmm. We, all, uh, we, we love Kathy. Want to meet Kathy. Mm-hmm. Kathy called LSL last night. She also wants to meet all of us. Yay. Except for one person. Uh-oh. And I'm really excited about that. And I talked to the boys this afternoon, and Mark says as it gets closer. I'm, I told him I want to meet all my friends, and I told him I got a whole list. And the only people, the only person of your group that I don't want to meet is James Strebel. <laughs> <laughs> That made my day. Oh, God. Yeah, James. Also, don't gloss over the fact that she referred to the drive as the boys. That's right. The boys. I like that. I would take that. I like that, man. Yeah, That's like a Werther's in my pocket. I heard that yesterday. You said, hey, where are you you coming in town for? Click. (laughs) People wanted to know, dude. It's like, nope. We got texts and tweets immediately. Like, why is she? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no, she called like during the break. And I was, she's like, is that the Notre Dame weekend? It's like, yeah, we just don't memorize the schedule off the top of our heads. That's all I know that one. I know that one for sure. Because Notre Dame is coming November or October 6th. Is it 7th? 7th is the day of the game. The 6th that Friday that Kathy's going to be yeah. in town. Man, it could be massive. It could be. It could be. Here's like here's the thing. I know just off track record mm-hmm. that no matter what kind of season we're having at that point, that Jeff's going to have the boys ready to play for that game. Yeah. All the Catholics okay. in Louisville will be at that game. Yes, I will. I mean, I, I think they've already sent out the like the survey. The are you survey. coming? What are you bringing? You know. <laughs> Everybody bring a side dish to the that's game. Right. That's going to be right. awesome. It's a pool entire, tab booth over here. Absolutely, The yes. entire purple on. Oh, what are they going to be a Catholic the, the picnic? Split, the pot or whatever yes, is going to be pot. enormous <laughs> oh, yeah. for the Notre that's Dame. That's what I was trying to tell people. Like, this, they, people were talking about joking about pool tabs. Like, we're already doing split the pot. It's going to just smell like and fish basketball games, you don't think we're going to start doing split the pot? And, like, oh. we can just expand it. There's going to be a giant cakewalk. Like, 500 oh, people dude. in it. People are going to be making fish all over the oh, place. Oh, yes. It's going to be awesome, dude. Yeah. That is going to be – that, man. So the you, mothership is coming to town. The chance yeah. the, the chance for that to be an enormous game does kind of dovetail with ESPN, like their, their you know, college football intelligentsia, mm-hmm. the David Hale and Bill Connolly and yeah. uh, what Chris Lowe and yeah. uh, 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 Adam Rittenberg. You know, they were sort of a – Give me some predictions for next year. Some some of the games you're looking mm-hmm. forward to the mm-hmm. most, stuff like that. In the make a make a wild prediction. Bill Connolly, the the uh, you know the advanced stats guy there for ESPN, said, uh, "You want a wild prediction? Louisville wins the ACC." Mm. And mm. basically went through and said, "You know, per, part of it is the schedule works out extremely well for Louisville." Uh, Clemson and Florida State figure to be pretty good. You don't play either one of them. You get a lot of the tougher games at home. Uh, the the ACC schedule that Louisville got not only does it not have the best teams, it did it pretty well on kind of the bottom end uh, yeah. as well. And you end up with four out of the last five yeah. at home. Like it's it, it really does work out. But then the other half of the answer is kind of what I got I got excited about, and it, you kind of said it. But 
He said, and also, think about Jeff Brom's first year at Purdue. They went from three and whatever to seven and five. Mm -hmm. And it it was something we've talked about on the drive before. Almost beat us game one. Right, exactly. They're used in Louisville's history and its rise as like a football program. One of the biggest things, quarterbacks, but the other big thing is like, we're going to win some games. We probably have no business winning because of the coach. Yeah. And that, like, that's what they're talking about. Is yeah, they might actually win some games that were not. And, and that was something that, for as good of a job as Scott did, mm-hmm. no one thought that. Yeah. No one picked Louisville yeah. to win because, well, you know, Scott's going to have him ready for that game because you never knew if he was going to have him ready for that game. No. But Jeff does have. One hell of a reputation of having people ready for that, whatever that yeah. game uh-huh. is. And I was like, oh, there it is. It's been a few years since we've had that. But like, you knew Bobby. Yeah. You knew John L. You knew Howard was going to have people. Like, you knew Charlie, by and large, going to have people. Sure. You, and you did. You never got to have that confidence with Scott. Mm-mm. And you already have it with Jeff. You might be 4-1 and one with a loss to Indiana and blow Notre Dame out. You know, like, man, that would feel weird. What? I, no, I don't think I'm just an idiot. First one came to mind. Steve, I don't want to uh, lose the Indiana. No, me either. But, but here's Jack the thing. Jack will call every single tall, show Steve. again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. It's from Bedazzle. I was just talking about that today on the show. It's funny. The the sun was at Nick kept looking at the sun, and I was like, oh, that's sunset. Yeah, that's right. Oh, gosh. He's like nine, ten feet tall. And Orlando Jones like, I don't think he's that tall. Sorry, Mark's just like, yeah. You guys are killing me. He's like a thundering giant. (laughs) Now I know how you were feeling during the uh, the Fat Jack jokes. Hey, Mark's. Hey, I get to be on it on everything. This is hilarious, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they, but but seriously, man. I mean, you look at the schedule and like, okay, to Conley's point. I mean, and I think it would set it off right here. Good chance you're four and one. I mean, four five and zero. Oh. You could yeah. be five and zero. Oh. I'm just, I'm just the one that the, worries you the most in that opening stretch is NC State at yeah, NC State. Sure. Right. Yep. Right before, and I mean, they got Brennan Armstrong now. I mean. They, I mean, and Robert and I like those. Yeah, yeah, right. like that's a good. That's gonna be a good team. You're gonna go play. So what Robert and I does with mm-hmm. back with Brendan Armstrong. You know, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be a good squad, man. So it's it's that game's gonna be massive. And if you were to win a game like that, like you're gonna be like top fifteen ish. Like it would be like that's the ma- like, You know, that's the type of game that would be. So to the point, I mean, you can't look at this schedule. And not dream, yeah. Oh, a yeah. little yeah. bit of like, hmm, could we? Could we make Charlotte? Like, could they? Because do Florida State and Clemson play? Yes. Okay. So then that they're permanent, aren't they? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, at least for, yeah, at least for the so first federation. I, I thought so. So it's like you don't play either one of them, and they play. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have as good of a shot as anybody. Of course, we'll see what like we'll up. see what Duke looks like in those type of teams. But sure, there's a couple teams that are better than, than we and they were better last for. year than you expected. I just, but not having the established power, even though they're a little on a little shakier ground than they yeah. were before, and the up and coming like Florida State looks like it's on the verge of being Florida State yeah. again. Yeah, like having both of them off the schedule is a massive opportunity mm-hmm. for Louisville in year one. For yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, and and like I said, for the last five are at home. I mean, big deal. and you're going to Miami, and you never know. Playing Miami late, they could be awesome, but they history, could also be done. History yeah. they says they might have already lo- lo- yeah, lost. Yeah, I was the gonna plot. say yeah. recent history says they'll be ugh, around uh, that time. Just, just as an aside, the story that came out today: they hired Lance Gidry to be the defensive coordinator for Kevin Steele, left to go to Alabama, and Charlie was was at least on paper co-defensive coordinator. Didn't get an interview, and was like, you know, screw this, I'm out. Kind of a like a sad whimper to the end of Charlie's uh, yeah, career. Man. Like he'll always be beloved here for what happened, uh, but it has been really hard to watch the just the decline from Texas to South Florida to position coach to you know on that crappy staff with Urban Meyer with the Jags and now this to being in a WWE promo or yeah something. AEW yeah. <laughs> AEW, AEW that's yeah. right that's what it was were you offended by that yeah a little bit that I got the wrong one yeah it's two totally different companies yeah, yeah. nothing the same about them. That's, he's very right. Yeah, I absolutely. knew that would bother you. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I like, did. I'm like, uh, I should have just said wrestling. Yeah. That's it. 
Because it was it's the owner of the Jags that owns AEW, right? Dave. Always yeah. play it safe. It's okay. Is that right, Steve? The owner of the Jags owns AEW? Is yeah, that right? The, the con. The owner of the Jags. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, con, yeah. right? Yep, yeah. the con. Yeah, Tony Khan. Man United, too, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got a nice little thing going there. But, uh, <laughs> Much yeah, yeah the, Charlie, you said it, too. It did kind of feel like that. Was, I don't know why, but a tweet doesn't have feelings. But I read that and was like, it might be the end. Yeah, the, so the picture they show mm-hmm. uh, that the uh, the Miami uh, newspaper, which, mm-hmm. uh, the hair or whatever, uh, he finally looked like an old guy. I know. He's finally aged some. Yeah. He has. Yeah, it, was, yeah. Yeah. it just made me sad for him. I know. Because he was, I mean, when he was here, he was in his 50s. He's larger than life. I here, thought he man. would kill it when he went to for- South Florida. I when he did took too. that job, I was he like. started mm. to. And then yep. he started he losing. He had a pretty good stop. team from Willie Tiger yeah. to South Florida. When I know. He started losing, he couldn't stop. Yeah, and, and it was. Uh, it was sad to watch, and obviously he was a, he was a um, a defensive analyst. He did the Alabama rehab program for like a year, you know, and ended up being a position coach with the Jags, and and then co defensive coordinator. I guess it was just in, in name and title only because that happens. If they yeah, don't, if yeah. they didn't give him an interview, that means that that tells me they didn't value his contribution. I don't know where it goes level. from here. Yeah, he and Willie Taggart both have just sort of tanked i think he'll end up back in the nfl as a like position coach yeah, yeah something like that i think that you might see him as a linebackers coach for like the panthers next year but i'm happy now so i'm like oh it's yeah. all good yeah. well we good. all know Sorry, that charlie, charlie could never come back here <laughs> oh that's yeah. yeah that goes and i and i and and why any, <laughs> that's the thing I always, you always get that question <laughs> yeah. and, I, and i always say guys let's google it because yeah. Google's your friend. Yeah, we'll do that. It's out there. <laughs> it's out there. You can find <laughs> it's it. It's out there. There's no reason for us to rehash it on the airwaves. Yeah. Of I all know. the, you know, we, that has been a thing, though. The, the coaches who leave here, they regret it. never works yeah. out, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Of all the guys, like, is he the one that surprises you the most that it didn't work? I thought Texas would, was a bad fit for him. Me yeah, too. That's, I thought that's that was, where. So I wasn't, I wasn't surprised that that didn't work. There are multiple reasons why I thought it was a bad fit, and I knew that the Texas faithful wouldn't have a lot of patience with him. Uh, he's not a politician. Mm-mm. And to be the Texas football coach, as much like being I the know, basketball man. coach at Louisville, yeah, Kentucky, yeah. you Senator. have, yeah, you've got political, a lot of glad hand. You got glad hand. Yeah. You are, you are a communicator as much as you are a yeah. coach. Um, and he was not a guy who can shape the message. And he's not a person who had a lot of patience for that side of it. Um, it's, it wasn't going to work in Texas. It never was going to no. work in Texas. And, after that, you know, you just don't know what happens. After you get fired from Texas in three years, mm. you either get another shot, and he or did, you, or you get kind of thrown into obscurity. He never got another Power Five shot. No, he got no. the USF and went down yeah. fast. Yeah, but yeah. man, he felt like he got a perfect shot. Bobby kind of worked. I know it's weird. I mean, to it worked say, at Arkansas because it like, worked until he, he got, got, got personal. Yeah, right. they were. I mean, they were top five. Well, like, they took him to an eleven win season. Oh, Arkansas, Arkansas, that's a big right. deal. The year he yeah. went out, they were preseason number three. I had Barrett Sally on the show. Uh, doing like kind of an, a postseason, just sort of talk about that, and he was talking them up as a national championship yeah. contender yeah. in the upcoming season. Mm-hmm. No, Bobby was just entirely yeah. personal. He, yeah, he just was and maybe Charlie's too. I mean, at this point, it's yeah. just, it was just yeah. odd to see that. Uh, in Miami, it's funny like in the era now that we're in with college sports that we're like the if you just commit to slinging around a lot of money, you. The I expectation know. is to get better. Miami still can't figure it out. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's 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 amazing. And they have with a, a ton of it. it. They have a ton of money. They have what was the coolest brand mm-hmm. in college sports, period. Yes. Mm-hmm. Miami football. The most swag of any brand in college football. You, do you yeah. think it'd be this? It would be that easy to get it back, especially mm-hmm. in the NIL era. And they just can't figure it out. And year one of Cristobal was an absolute disaster. Now he... he Purged the roster. They turned over half the roster. Some of it half that he wanted too. to leave. Yeah, that's that's the that's the bad sign to me. Is like I agree. I understand turning the roster over when the staff when you when you didn't get it right out of the gate. But it was like a super staff. It was a problem. Didn't they didn't get it right. They take they literally hired the Royals yeah. award winner on offense mm-hmm. and then no. fired. Him. It's not, great. Of, it's not great. It's not great. So, it, like, it's not just about money. No. Now, if you have resources, obviously, you got you can. I think you can afford to make more errors, but you can still very much muck things up with a lot of money. But I will say that that they are like Miami is very much a pro town. Like Miami sure, football sure. is a national brand. It's probably a bigger national brand than it's a local brand. You know, like, like oh, that's true. Like they they don't 
go to games down there but on a regular Elliot basis. But always kind of makes these jokes about like Miami's fan base is online. Yeah, like, you know, pretty not, much. They don't Good reside point. anywhere. Yeah. Oh, they got yeah. like a, they probably have more fans in Jersey than they do in the Miami area. You know, the Miami metro mm, area. Like it's, it's it's wild yeah. to me. Like it just I. I and I don't know how you with with college football being such a provincial sport and like you know, like and, and and being such a local sport and you don't have the local backbone. It's it's such a weird job. Mm. It's a weird, different challenge for them in Miami and Coral Gables. And, you, and I know there's a huge push for the on on campus stadium that might help, but they are also like people don't realize they're like a they're a private academic institution. It's Bellarmine, like they're really, yeah. it's Bell, exactly. It's not a huge with an amazing football. Player. <laughs> like it's, it's a really weird married marriage of cultures down there because it's it's most most big football programs are at big land grant universities or Notre Dame. You know, like that's that's really it. And and they don't. They're neither of those things. No, they're a private institution. They're they're a good academic school. Don't, don't they scare you? And I, I'm not trying to sound the alarm or anything, but you know, watching programs who've been really good <laughs> struggle to to get it back. Yeah. I mean, do they scare? Like, I worry about Louisville basketball about this extending for quite some mm-hmm. time. I do too. Do, do they cause you extra worry? I I think. I mean, this is 20 years we've been at this with Miami. Yeah. They won the championship in 01, and then it's just been nonsense ever since i think i think that they're that that's a valid point it's just the basketball is so much easier to turn around yeah that all it takes yeah. is one good coach one good class yeah and and even more so now than it used to be it used to be like all right you bring them in you change the culture year one year and you get a, a good recruiting class year two mm-hmm. and maybe you make the NCAA tournament and and you know katie bar the door we're going uh yeah. now it's you bring in three or four transfers. You bring in eight or nine transfers if you need to. You flip that roster right away, and within two years, uh, you've gone from the bottom of your conference to the you know elite eight or something. Well, we were just talking about it. Steve Forbes. I mean, he went from six wins to twenty five yeah. in one year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At Wake Forest, Drum, you know, Drum Tang came two, you know, two from players, NASA, right? You yeah, know, whatever. So it's like there is that there is that possibility that you you know you know one quick thing about football for me. I think what excites me the most, and going back to our schedule and just our team and kind of what what Biscuit was saying with um, Jeff Brom is three straight years I've watched the team come out, and this was the most disheartening thing, game one. Hmm. And it was like three straight years because that Western game, was the COVID year, the Western game was pretty crappy. Like I mean, I know you know I know it wasn't necessarily the close game. But Second it was half like, especially, they looked terrible. Yeah, they jumped on them and then coasted. It was yeah, ugly. yes, you're right. And for three straight years, I would go all summer, and I was to the point now, like going into this year, I was okay. I'm on board with it. We got some good recruits. But there wasn't a piece of me that was going to go to Atlanta that wasn't like, we might lose. Like I know everything I've <sighs> yeah. watched, we might just come out and look like crap. Yeah, I do feel like the excitement for me is there because I'm like. George Tech's going to have to beat us yeah. game one. Like, you're, you're just going to have to be better because we're going to be ready and we're going to be sharp. Like, I know that. In I, fact, I know that. Oh, I think you're 100% yeah. right. And, and not only, like, Jeff has this reputation, but it's it, it'll only be true one time, mm-hmm. but it'll be true in that game. He has waited his entire life yeah. to coach mm-hmm. Louisville yeah. football, and yeah. here we are. Mm-hmm. They're going to beat the hell out of Georgia Tech. Oh, right, so. I would be stunned if anything other than that happens, mm-hmm. especially what you're talking about, which is sleepwalking through yeah. a game, which I totally agree with you. Both Syracuse this year and Ole Miss the year before, both of those, you left that game uh, asking not only like sort of how this happened, but how did like well how is it that you that you were so just m- and I know milk you were, toast about I know that game. you were lethargic because yeah. in half two. Have to. Of the se- <laughs> <laughs> okay. What am I doing? It, it's how when Purvis that's two, how they say it in the county. came out for half two. I knew <laughs> no. <Purvis. laughs> yeah, but but in the second half of both games, it's like y'all looked competent again. So it's like, what happened? Like yeah. y'all didn't come out ready to play for well, game one. That's the thing. Like the the Brom hire, and, and and we've discussed this several times. Like he's almost the antidote to everything that Satterfield was was short on. Right? Yeah. Oh sure, sure. It, we were we we were bothered that Satterfield just wasn't connecting with this mm-hmm. city, wasn't connecting with this fan base, mm-hmm. didn't understand it, and didn't really ultimately want to be here. That ain't Jeff Brom. I mean, we know yeah. that this is his destination job. And two, like every single big game, every single time that that they put a couple together and and we had a chance on the national mm-hmm. stage, and everybody leaned in again. 
Uh, they crap the bed every single time. And what does Jeff Brom do? He goes three and two against the top five teams. Yeah. Against top five teams while he's at Purdue. Purdue yeah. wins three top five matchups. And then the third thing that we criticized Satterfield for more than anything was a lack of development in the quarterback room. And Jeff Brom could take one of the three of us and probably get us to throw for 3,000 yeah. yards. Yeah. Those are the, he's the antidote to every, every issue we had with Scott Satterfield. He is the antidote totally to agree. all three of those. Yeah. Yeah. And the local recruiting. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. You can add that in with like not right. understanding the city. We can we can make that its own bullet point. Oh, the God, fourth I thing mean, is, is 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 the disconnect with the local. local let schools. me ask you guys really quickly. Uh, I sent this uh, to you earlier, Steve. But there was a report. He also appreciates our nightlife. The, yeah, that's right. Tampa Bay <laughs> Times uh, reporting that when the ACC released its schedule, that there was a, a directive sent out from the commissioner to each of the athletic departments, telling them uh, no more road games against group of five teams. Mm-hmm. That you your scheduling philosophy needs to be power five teams if you're going to play home and homes or road games or army. Yeah, is what was uh, suggested. That was probably just for you. Yeah, that Jim they, Phillips made they that exception. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Uh, but who wouldn't take a and, road game to army? Exactly. Beautiful. And, no kidding, right? Like, yeah. We all know about army. We army, know right? you. You, yeah. you like, want to play at Nike Stadium? Yeah, the leaves. The leaves. The leaves. Right. Fort Putnam. The cannons. Come <laughs> your, on. Your thoughts uh, on on that being a directive for the ACC and maybe what's behind it? The reason that I I'm, I am a little bit surprised by it is I think everybody in the ACC just about has kind of strategically used. UCF, who I guess will be in the Big 12 now, but USF. Yeah. And the article is about how like that would hurt USF. Yeah, yeah. The interesting thing about like is ACC schools, Louisville has used USF, FAU, FIU a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, as basically kind of alumni, because they have big alumni bases sure. there, yeah, and important. they recruit down there. Like It's strategic. It has kind of worked, and UCF has been in that up until, until now. And the Carolina schools all play App State and East Carolina all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and it's meaningful to them to do that. It just seems like an odd directive for the ACC. And it, it really sounds like TV. Because, you know, when you play these road games against teams out, you know, you don't, you can't always guarantee where it's going to yeah. go. And yeah. I guess that's like a revenue thing. Because we all remember the uh, Western Kentucky game that was on the stadium network and they couldn't even get the play clock it's on the, the screen worst. and stuff like that. You know, you don't it's want that worst. stuff trying to track your game down wherever uh, it might be. But I was kind of surprised to, to see that because it, the ACC of all conferences – has a decent use of those things. Does the 12-team playoff play into it at all? Where I think there's more wiggle room to lose, maybe? I don't know. Like, you know, maybe with your conference schedule, too. I mean, I, and and I don't think um, – I mean, that's probably not the biggest issue for the ACC because it's probably – when you break it down, it's probably got more to do with money than I would imagine for them to say that. So I think the TV deal is right. But I also think the ACC can say – I mean, you want to get teams in the twelve-team playoffs, so it's like now there's a there's a bigger margin of error. So let's play the bigger games. Yeah, like let's let the ACC be a part of that first weekend where you're like, okay, if we have a good team, I want to play in a big game. And if they lose, you're not really out of the twelve-team playoff now. I mean, God, even Louisville now, you can you can go play a game. You know, man, you know they lose a game, you're not out of it. Whereas you know, fourteen playoffs. For, for, yeah, way. the vast majority of our lives, one loss. You're, you're like you, you, you're at least immediately dependent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I, I can see that that point of view. It's just weird to me because this is such a a minority of the scheduling. There are very few road games against group yeah, of five but, teams. Oh, yeah. And in the ACC, especially because you've got everyone playing Notre Dame on a fairly regular basis, uh-huh. and a bunch of the league has their rival that they play at the end of the year. Like yeah. you know, for some years for Louisville, there there is no non conference game to schedule. They've no. already it's already sort of contractually kind of done for them with Kentucky, yeah, you know, and, and that sort of thing. But the Carolina schools, like it's it's a real like middle finger sure. to App State and to it East is Carolina in weird particular. To me. And the the USF one, like I feel like you got to make a, an exception almost for everybody because. Florida State plays them. Yeah. Miami plays them. Oh yeah. And when you go down there, you it, it becomes a game for you. Yeah. Almost every single time those teams yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a huge NFL stadium. Like I understand avoiding mm-hmm. something being kind of small time, but it's not. No. Yeah. It's like a perfectly staged place for it. I'd be surprised if that held up. Mm-hmm. I think maybe they, they kick back with uh it has to be a minimum two for one or something like that, where you know you're only getting one sure. home date in, in, in exchange for the two. But that's normally how those contracts are set up anyway. What if Jim Phillips secretly gets like a kickback of all the Army deals where he's like, 
only Power Five teams and Army. I'm like, he, what's Army about? He didn't even just, just about the troops. He didn't. He didn't even say all the service academies. He just said just Army. Army. It is yeah. what it is. It's just, it's just Army. Army. Yeah. I do think scheduling though will will start to get better. Like, Absolutely. Like, uh, bigger games. And yeah. Stuff, like I said, now that will be more of an effect because I agree. What I said a minute ago. I mean, it's just a theory. I don't know how much it's applicable in this setting, but like only because I feel like most eighties yeah. are going to end up. Picking up more games against like I, I FCS agree. schools than they are gonna. I do agree with that. Yeah, I just I think though nationally though you will just I agree. buy. You'll just get a secondary consequence will be better schedules. See, and that's that's one of the things I loved about the twelve team mm. when they first uh, talked about it and suggested is that it will allow mm-hmm. for schools to lose two or three games yeah. and still make it as an at large. I mean, there's going to be SEC schools with four losses that probably end up at the back mm-hmm. end of this yeah. as an at large. Like it's or three losses at least. That's going to happen, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Like I would rather see more interconference. I am too. Yeah. You know, uh, play. Well, and I think you're you're going to be dealing with the what college football scheduling looks like in light of this massive investment now with the Big Ten mm-hmm. and, and and the SEC. Yeah, I think if like if you're ESPN, there's no like you should be letting the ACC and the SEC and now the Big Twelve, who you still have a, a big chunk of. Yeah, uh, you should be in telling them you guys need to be playing each other so we can keep mm-hmm. these games on ESPN. And and I think you're going to see an intentional effort by those schools to not schedule the Big Ten. Yeah, and we'll see what becomes of the Pac-12 because it sounds like it's kind of a mess there. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't like. I think the the Big Ten is going to be stuck. Because there's, I think the these ESPNs will be like, well, I don't want to schedule these these guys. I don't want to. I don't. We don't want you scheduling these guys because we're not point with like the SEC and the ACC and the Big Twelve. Yeah, like I, I think I would not be surprised at all if the schedules going forward are very heavily encouraged uh, with however ESPN can do that to play SEC really schools and play Big Twelve schools and forget about Big Ten schools after that. Well, I feel like we should form an alliance. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody suggested Has that anybody yet? Thought of that? A scheduling alliance of sorts. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know. Um, I am proud of our work with the alliance. I, I still right. am. I'm still proud of our work that we did while we were in the alliance. Do you we think, got t-shirts do you and think jackets. When, do you think when Jim Phillips sends these directives out to the conference that people are like, okay, yeah, all right, alliance, okay, alliance cool. boy, all right, all right supreme <laughs> yeah. allied commander, exactly. All right, buddy. exactly. Right. Are you proud of this too? Where Where are all your legions? <laughs> How's that going with Notre Dame? Yeah. Yeah. Even though Louisville wouldn't, it wouldn't be too bad for Louisville. Because, like, games like UCF would be a fair game. And, I mean, I like that UCF game, uh, you know, something like that. Oh, I mean, God. Steven Orlando, here we go. Oh, we almost made it to the end. I know. Orlando. Orlando. We're going next week. I'll be down there next week, <laughs> how, actually. How often are you in Orlando? Uh, no, how often are you? Six, seven how times a year. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you own any UCF merch yet, Steve? I don't. I don't. No, no UCF. No, I Get you a national champion shirt. Even though they are, they do fit the bill. I mean, you know, they're the up and coming hungry team. You know, I feel like if we I we have wanted, too much history with them. Yeah, we but do. I feel like like if Louisville died, I could that could be a team. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Louisville, Louisville died. Ah, uh, there's been moments in the last seven years I thought that was possible. Oh, I was told so. that. I've been told multiple times over the last couple of weeks that Louisville's dead and <laughs> the coaching staff yeah. needs six years to revive the body. So death penalty's incoming. Right. Yeah, this is the death penalty. Yeah, Get any time. It's a rat, man. I know. Yeah, never mind. This is a stupid conversation. I messed up. That's on me. It's my fault. It's your show. I came in and just added pure stupidity to it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you have a st- like, Do you have like, another team that you like? It's just army for me. Okay. For obvious reasons. Yeah. I mean, I grew up watching them. Dad played there, coached there. Yeah. Was an army brat. I was thirteen. Spent five years at West Point. Solid. Good yeah. reason. Yeah. All right. Let's take our last break. <laughs> No. Well, I think people already know yours. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I like a couple of teams. Most of all, I just wish you should you should drop arm on Tennessee everybody and else. support the troops. I mean, come on. No, <laughs> I like that you said like he said uh, no. 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 I'm not supporting the truth. Yeah. No, what are you, what are you loser? I'll Support take that out of context and clip it for please, you. Please, yeah, please, please, Steve. Please. I hope you don't have any political I ambitions. Tr- I support the troops with my vote. No, see, right. it happened. Nope. nope, too late. It ain't happening. That's it right. ain't happening. Nope, nope. nope. We've already got a clip. We're not going to mark a second one. We've already the, marked the first. The one. ad that will run on this station yeah. when you run for for whatever oh, office yeah. you yeah. run about how you did not support the troops. Why did you drop to the seat? Support the troops. 
No. <laughs> just use it for promo material no, here. Like, no. How about how about how about a don't? You know, Steve, not true for my team. <laughs> no. Like, what a callous response. Steve Steve hates the military. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 man. You know, I'm starting to win games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, keep it. <laughs> I hope Tennessee plays Army next year and Army just <laughs> molly wops them. Unlikely. Unlikely. <laughs> Let's take our last break. We'll be right back here on the drive. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull. One texter did bring up a good point about Georgia Tech in that opener. Georgia Tech will also be in game one. Uh, not game one, uh, hey, like, yeah. uh, the official head coach who also went there in his first game. Yeah. Yeah. To be, I'm like, oh, crap. They hired Tech Jeff Brown. Where, where'd they get him from? He was on their staff oh, last so year. He, he wasn't was there. coaching in one of the Power Five championship games last no, year. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Um, he was. Uh, he was putting together a plucky effort down the stretch. Yeah, color okay. Me, color at, me at Georgia Tech, and he was. Hey, look, they did. They did better. They, they looked good better. the end of last I, year. Yeah, I'm not right. count. Look, I am. Georgia Tech could be. It could be a sneaky tough game. It could be if they're motivated. It's fine. I, I, look, I'm not counting any of my chickens before they hatch. I'm just getting a little excited. I've counted them. It's terrible. I'm in a bad spot. Yeah. yeah. No, I. I it's funny. Like gonna, when we first, I'm gonna ruin this entire season, like all summer. Yeah. Like by the time it gets here, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna have like oh, we're eleven gonna, and one. Yeah. Twelve and zero. Yeah. Like you're, I, can't, you're, I can't fight it this year, man. You'll I, be at I eleven don't and one. Want to. That's the thing. Like as soon as he got hired, I was like, look, man, I'm, I'm a little worried. <laughs> I'm a little worried that we're gonna get ourselves into a place. Yeah. Where nine and three is a massive disappointment, and I don't necessarily want to set the, the fan base up for that. And then, like, within three days, I was like, screw that, man. We're good to go. That's no. a them problem. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that, that's a them problem. Yeah. Now, me, like, like, current Skull doesn't yeah. have to worry about that stuff. That's for Future Biscuit. Yeah, I'm like, I don't have to worry about that. Future Biscuit, new band name, just called it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Andy Dwyer. Future Biscuit. <laughs> now would be as good of a time as any uh, for Louisville football to get its act together uh, because I think at home, mm-hmm. you have pretty massive revenue issues with basketball until mm-hmm. that's back on track. That that mm-hmm. football is uniquely equipped to, to save them from. Yeah, uh, you've got an ACC that's now open, and you're not just sort of buried under Florida State and Clemson. Uh, you've also got discussions now with uh, within the ACC about moving to a model where everyone doesn't share all the revenue. Saw that uh, equally, and it, it it remains to be seen what that would be based on. I. I think it's easy to look at it simplistically and just sort of be like, well, Louisville would be good, so they'd be fine. But um, it worries me a little bit mm-hmm. that you're talking about moving to a model where how you perform doesn't matter at all. Yeah. But you can be harmed. Mm-hmm. You know, and what I mean by that is you were talking about Miami having like one of the best brands ever. You know, Well past the time they were ever worth, worth even talking about in football, it remained a big deal to have them on campus – and it remained a big deal for your fans to beat them and like their TV numbers and everything. People would still turn on the Canes when they, when even when it was Ja'Cory oh, yeah. Harris, you know, and then yeah. and they weren't that good. People watched it for like a long time. And I was Corey I, Harris catching strays today. I know they were like four and It's hey, not be, the first time that's happened to him, trust me. They had beaten nobody four and and everybody was like, Oh man, because that Florida State Monday night game that's they right. won and everybody and that's it was right. like Florida State. All, all they needed to do, like any any media member needed to sniff just a the oh, tiniest yeah. little bit of positivity to rank them number ten mm-hmm. preseason, but like people continue to watch them. Yep, you're right. And, and I oh. like I would worry about Louisville in, in an environment where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, Miami just 
it doesn't matter if they're any good or not. People have this this built-in kind of habit. I would hate that. I would hate for merit to not matter at all because that's Louisville like fakes its age. You know, they, yeah. they well, achieve at a higher level than their age would be, and they don't have that sort of thing. Louisville I would worry does about that. big numbers yeah. in football if they're good. Yeah, like Louisville's one of them schools that it's like if they're good, like Boise State. Yeah, yeah. everybody watches them. I mean, because you're like, oh man, the Louisville team. You know, yep. it's just it's a sexy good team. Yep. Problem is, if they're not, or if they're just blah, you're like, yeah, you know, it's whole. So, whereas in basketball, you feel a little different, but in football, yeah, it's like, yeah, I wouldn't worry in basketball. I would yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, right. but it, but in football, I agree with you because it's like, okay, well, my problem with with the revenue thing is just like, okay, well, where does this benefit anybody outside of like three brands in the ACC? I don't think it does at all. Florida State, I think, would do well with. Well, it. like I just yeah. saw the other day, Florida State's athletic department just sort of out of nowhere tweets mm-hmm. this graphic. About how from 2014 to now, their television numbers yeah. are average the highest every year. And I'm like, who's that for? You little, you already have a TV deal that stretches out yeah. into uh, the next century or whatever it is. Like, who's that for exactly? But they're just from just hey, what just, you get that? Was, I wasn't yeah. sure if you guys knew, but way more people watch us on TV. If if that mm-hmm. matters to you, if that you think that might come up in conversation, something you just want to like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really good for us. Good. But the gas period, bag questions ready for tomorrow, yeah, guys. Like that, <laughs> that, let the TV that market question, from 2014 though, to now. <laughs> think about it like that graphic was from 2014 forward. When they weren't good, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I know. You it's watch really, Florida State. I mean, we get excited about Florida State. They get that that prestige uh, residue. Yeah, yeah, we always get Still it. There. The best crowd we had all year was Florida State. Like you know, we had a number ten Wake Forest team come in, and it it, it didn't even hold a candle to the atmosphere that was there when Florida that's State right. came in. Like, it didn't matter, you know. It's like that's. I mean, that's just how it is. So I mean, I believe it, but. I just don't think it helps anybody in the ACC outside of like Florida State, Miami. I mean, yeah, Clemson, maybe Clemson, yeah, now. That's it. But probably, I mean, they're probably behind Florida State in that for sure. As odd as Isn't that it kind of amazing how long it's like, it's like a, like a radioactive, like half life, how long Miami has cachet? Yeah. Without, without anything to justify it well, how in many, the lifetime of like a lot of us. I know. Have they had like a 10 win season since 2001? They had the one, the, one, the Mark Richt mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Right. Like for that moment when they beat the hell out of Notre Dame yeah, on yeah. like the national game that weekend, like yeah, that yeah. is the day. first time I felt I was like, oh man, they, mm-hmm. this might be mm-hmm. happening. And then they got they crap beat out of them by yeah. Pitt right after that, and Just it was all down. Boom, 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 boom. It was like, hey, you know, did they did they make a New Year's Six? Like they didn't even make a BCS bowl that year, New Year's Six or whatever. It didn't go well, whatever bowl they were in. Yeah, it's like, man, dude. It's I just terrible. feel like, like I would worry about that if I was little. Like there, obviously, there's an opportunity there, but I think what you would, you might be willing to bet on yourself in terms of like if it's like heavily, yeah, uh, merit based. I would worry that like as soon as you open the door for this, that these sort of legacy schools with just built-in audiences are just going to want to build it around that and just be able to coast, basically. Yeah. And the irony of it all is, like, you, you're talking about doing this because you feel like you carry more of the weight as one of those schools yeah. than, than some of the other teams do. But you then, if you if you weight the revenue like that, all you're doing is reinforcing. Yeah. Like, Wake Force isn't going to get better now. Like, you're making it, you're tilting it even further, and you're reinforcing, yeah. like, the inferiority of these schools in your own agreement. Which, yeah. is the, which is the biggest issue I have with the uneven distribution of, of conference monies is that it, it the, you know, the, the the rich stay rich and, and the poor stay poor. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, and it just further. That's college football. It's true, but, yeah. like, it doesn't have, the SEC and the Big Ten, mm-hmm. Northwestern and Vandy are getting massive checks. And it's totally working for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we're it. In order to retain, it doesn't work for that, no. our top right. Uh, in order to retain our top membership in our second class conference, yeah. now we have to kiss their ass mm-hmm. or risk losing our names. Well, and that sucks. Well, right? and that's the thing that I wanted to to say about like the Florida State graphic is it's like okay, great, people watch your games. All those games are against us. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't your spring game that was, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing with that? Like, well, Louisville's got some pretty good schedules coming up, too. I, I mean, oh, yeah. like, so, I mean, their TV numbers are probably going to be fine. It would blow my Especially mind. Especially if they're if any the, good. Yeah. If the, if that Georgia series stays the way it is. Uh, or any, A&M. I agree with the SEC going the, to. The 2026 yeah. 
schedule is unreal. Like without conference, even oh, without knowing it's Kentucky, uh, Georgia, and Notre Dame. Yeah. If you on that think the rivalry, by the way, the, the rivalry has like the pitch that it's at now. Uh, if Stoops starts losing to Brahm, it would be different. But mm-hmm. you wait and like if it gets tilted a little bit back the other way, when I think it'll at least be competitive right mm-hmm. away. Please. Yeah. Um, Wait till please, 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 OU and Texas join that league, and Soup tries to get rid of this game because oh yeah. oh yeah, there's because Mitch does whatever that man wants him to do. Yeah. It's wild. That game can't stay with if that schedule. If Kentucky's, I mean, that's what they'll say. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yep. Like, there's no way they're keeping that game because Louisville's going to their trajectory is going to be up with Jeff Brom. Like, I, he's proven that everywhere he's been. So. With them moving to two more games, like dude, they're only going to get two games and getting like to no win. one has a better setup than Kentucky. Yeah, and it's not their fault, <laughs> but to get Mississippi State as the as the permanent opponent from the West and to in and to have Vandy Florida in the wilderness and then Vandy, Missouri, South Carolina. Kentucky essentially only with Louisville being the way they were. Kentucky essentially only had to find three wins. To have a great seven win season <laughs> in the wins. SEC, in the SEC, right. and it's like right. you only got to find three wins. And the SEC hasn't exactly Not set the, the world on fire. Not the East, yeah, 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 right, right. Over the last few years, and you're right. Out of the West, you play Mississippi State most years. I think they stand to lose as much as Louisville stands to gain from the getting yeah. rid, the possibility of getting rid of divisions. Yeah, like, I agree like if with I'm that. Barnhart, like I, I'm walking, like I'm going to need all sorts of concessions. For you, for uh, to to be on board with getting rid of divisions, and quite frankly, I, I don't. If I'm South, like they need to form a voting block. If I'm mm-hmm. South yeah. Carolina, Vanderbilt, uh, Kentucky, Missouri, maybe or Missouri, like I don't want to get rid of divisions. So you know, he's, to play he's gonna teams. he's gonna fight tooth and nail for like a pod that includes like South Carolina, Vandy, yeah. and Missouri. You know what I mean? So like, like which they're not gonna pod. get that, yeah. but he'll get probably two of those schools in like Tennessee. Yeah, and that'll be his pod. Yeah, and and if they go to the pod scheduling with four, you know, four four team pods yeah. and and uh, ten games, they probably play everybody in their pod, and then everything else rotates. That's what they're heading towards. Yeah, something like that. No, absolutely. <laughs> well, but it's like it's like Mark said though. On the flip side of that, we we make a comment like, man, Louisville could play in the ACC title game with this schedule this year. Well, if Clemson's on this schedule, that's so much more unlikely because of sure. one team. Yeah. One game. One game, one team. Yeah. It's like if you're still in a division. Whereas now it's like, okay, I really don't have to care what Clemson does. I don't. Go win them all. Yeah. That's fine. I'll play you. I'll play you in Charlotte. You know? Because Was there any worse feeling than after that Clemson game? I, yes. I know what you're saying. You know, the, the, the rest worst. of like like to go out the next week and just like blow out NC State mm-hmm. and, and not moving in didn't anyone's matter. rankings or anything. And and mm-hmm. you knew Clemson wasn't gonna because you had Clemson had to lose twice. Yeah. Yeah. They lost to Pitt. And then now, they, right. We did have a couple weeks there where it was like what well, NC State blew it. Big they time. had them beat. But if they lose that NC State game, but that was they lose one the of the game? worst feelings. It's just sort of having yeah. this team yeah, that you knew right, was man. was probably the second best team in the country yeah. at that time. Yeah. And then and, and that could easily They be knew their year. season was done. I know. I know. And, and play like it. And this season, I mean, if you played Clemson, I mean, it might be if, – or if divisions were still there and you had Clemson and Florida State both in there still, it's like we may be a heck of a team and just not be able to play in the ACC championship now. That's it's what happened in NC State two years ago. And they lost that game to Clemson early. Mm-hmm. And then it's just – we thought we were going to have a big year. We've lost that when we know we know how this we know how this song goes. Yeah. We're screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because not only do they got to lose once, they've got to lose twice. Yeah. You know, now it just it opens the door for all the, especially a program like Louisville, to be able to believe that, hey man, we, we we're going to make it to Charlotte. Now. We're already a winner, yeah. In the in the abolition of mm-hmm. of divisions at this point, because for year one we're not playing Florida State or or Clemson, no. and of our permanent, you know, three temporary permanents or whatever you know, first right. first yeah, round yeah. of permanents. The prestige opponent is is down really, or we're not, or at least a big question mark with Miami. So yeah. we don't like it. It looks like clear sailing, but the schedule still got it. It has enough names to be respectful. Sure, that's right. Like if Louisville went on a tear, okay, yeah. and and went eleven and one, and went to the ACC title game, you'd be like, that schedule was respectable. No, mm-hmm. they knocked Clemson on. Yeah, they well they play I that mean, means they played yeah. Kentucky in the non conference. Yeah. You play Notre Dame in the non conference. I mean, so you play, you, yeah. you play yeah. eleven Power Five games yeah, next I mean, year. Yeah, like, whoever cool. does that, so it can be down and still be yeah. 
you you have some trophies, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the year. Or or you, you I, just, it all falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> It just that's, what? that's that's where we're at. I gotta, after, after, after I we have these conversations, we have these conversations, trust. we have all bring it back to all of our hopes and dreams. <sighs> and it's like, but it's probably not gonna work. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe they went through this in in Nebraska or something, but like this year has been really difficult doing all of this, and uh, especially sort of trying to make it fun because we're just supposed to be fun, and we try to be even be fun even when the games aren't fun. But yeah. like this has not been fun this basketball season. The hell are we gonna do if something like this happens on the football side? Oh, the worst. Like it's inconsistent. I, I find cannot make co-host three days a week. I, you could have told me that this would happen <laughs> with with basketball, and I, I guess I would have been like, God, that really is like worst case, you know? Yeah. Like you just, but if you tell me that like they're gonna go four and eight next year, I'll be like, that is a lie. Yeah, you're a liar. I will not believe you're you. a lying liar. It, it would be worse. Yeah, 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 for me, it would be worse because I'd be like, I can't. Because I, you didn't know with no. Kenny, like with Jeff, you've got a track record. Yeah. Well, I don't think right. you expected the team to be good in basketball. You didn't expect to be this bad. I understand, right. but but still, you didn't expect it to be great. Like I really think the football team's gonna be good. Like I, I do too. I'm like, we're ending with this season with nine wins. Like you know, bowl. I'm talking bowl. Thirteen games. We're winning nine games in thirteen games. I'm just, we're gonna find nine wins somewhere. Like that's how I feel, you know. And the, yeah, I mean, if they were like didn't make a bowl, I'd be like, okay, I, we're, it's over. Can we can we stop this conversation? Because you're making me sad. I know. It feels sad. <laughs> I don't like it. I know it feels sad. Doesn't. There's it? been so much positivity around football, and now like we don't have to 20, stop. I know, but we can just keep talking about that. Who, who, like I'm already starting. Like, who, like so it. who do we hire? Who would be our next football coach? (laughs) There's no no Brom now, man. Maybe there will be by then. Yeah, maybe there will be. I'm out. Maybe we'll find somebody. When we inevitably fire Brom. (laughs) Stop it, Steve. Steve! Stop it. Pessimistic Steve. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, like all the callers reverse, and now, right, like. The, Debbie Downer like Ellis calls it, he's like, get rid of Brock. Like, yeah, right now. Like right now. Game one, get him. <laughs> it was like the dude that tweeted out something about Brom whiffing in the portal. In and the portal. was like, what are you that talking about? Like, who's whiffing in the yeah. portal? Yeah, I know. It was, it was, like, it was like right is after. Is there we, another Brom? Like, yeah. yeah. yeah like, Must be a different Brom. Is man. he killing in the portal? Like, Do I yeah. not know what whiffing means? All the Broms are on this <laughs> staff, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's no more Brahms out that there. That poor guy took a beating, man. Well, he should have. Yeah, it was did. a silly that statement. Rightly so. He was he was he was trying his hardest to defend Kenny Payne with nonsense. It's like, yeah, dude, that was one. It was like come that's on, a, that's man. a that's a bridge too far, buddy. Like, yeah, go, like take, you've taken a right turn when you, you picked the one left. thing that's going awesome. <laughs> it's like there's there's one thing on campus going awesome right now. It's, like Jeff, it's Brom in the portal. Jeff <laughs> like, didn't get every single transfer, so he's like, why aren't you hammering this dude? And it's then to like, make things worse, he landed like three that week. Yeah, it was like, like you, you know, landed Jeff three new four stars. Got a better QB. But we are going to deal with this. Mm-hmm. We are going to get – it'll happen. Like the first time Louisville loses a game, mm-hmm. the the equally unreasonable segment of people who feel like we just like run over Kenny Payne unfairly are going to call in and be like, be mean to Jeff Brom now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's going to happen. I know. Oh, I I can't wait for the uh, – I can't wait for the message board threads about me and Jeff Brom. People are going to equate – like I, I can already see it like – Jeff goes. What if he he goes nine and three next year? People are going to be equating that with like three and twenty seven. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I guys, yeah. guys. What are you? What are we doing here? It's like rummage is carrying water for Josh Hurd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of us water carriers uh, over here. You were mad at me because I talked about Tom Jurich a couple months ago, and now I'm carrying Josh Hurd's water. I'm like, I don't know. You know what? I hate myself too. Steve carried him much water. <laughs> It's amazing. We're like the last it's five fun. minutes. I tell people all the time. I'm like, I'm like, they're like, uh, when somebody's like, you're just, you're just saying yes. that because you're access to Kenny Payne, and I'm like, well, first off, if it was about access. I would be touting Scotty Davenport because right. <laughs> we would have all the access to, to everything. And two, I'm like, if Coach Payne does ever want to like offer me major access and stuff, I'm just gonna tell y'all right now to talk well. I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I, like, I'll like, just tell you, like, like, I don't have any. The point access. being, no one has yeah, that. Nobody right has now. that. But like, yeah. if, if Kenny Payne walked over here and was like, Steve, if you talk good about us, you come to every practice. You can be on the plane. You can fly with the team. <laughs> like, oh, cool. I'm going to take up for you then. And you would Fair too. Enough. So <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, here's what I. I don't even like it when the people who are allowed to give me input on what I should say mm-hmm. 
give me input yeah. on what I should say. Yeah. Like when Andy and Drew like talk about you know they like I report to them. So mm-hmm. they're allowed and, and I still bristle at it. You yeah. think I'm gonna let someone not here tell me what to say? That's the part that has always bothered yeah. me so much about just sort of being able to impugn why someone's saying something. Like I just pick up the phone and all right, here's what you're gonna say today. Yes, sir. <laughs> Come on, man. I have some pro- I'm a man. Give me a break here. Yeah, like, I'm a man. I'm, I'm forty. Four. I mean, haven't you learned enough about me and my fandom? Like, I would not lose any sleep. They, I mean, if they fired Kenny Payne today, I'm like, okay. That is guy? one. No, you, you, you know what? You do this long enough, you, and it, it kind of does dawn on you. You're just like, if, man, if they fire him, they'll bring the next guy in. I've seen yeah. this all so many times. Yeah, like, like I, they come and go, yeah. and we stay here. Yeah, like, I think he deserves another year to give him a, a fair, fair shot. But if they fire him, okay, well. We'll all live. Who's the next dude? That's yeah, right. I'm going to support exactly that guy right. the same way I'm supporting Kenny Payne right now. You know, kind of like, like, we've gotten to this point of the show. We haven't mentioned, like, any NBA trades. And it's been a wild 48 hours. It has. Which one would you like to talk about? Oh, we don't have to analyze any of them. It's just no, I feel like crazy. you had one on your Let's heart. Let's talk no. about the second round picks. This is what I'm more like. <laughs> honestly, no, I'm, picks, I swear baby. to God, that's what I. That's what the most interesting part of all this to me is that second round picks are normally just throwing. They're like crypto these, now. Like everyone's like, got a ton of it. No one knows what they're worth. I don't even <laughs> want to do anything. Like I don't feel like I need to analyze the Kevin Durant trade. I don't need to analyze. Uh, all the moves the Lakers did, which I like most of them. Um, I want to analyze the fact that we had five seconds traded for, like, who was it, Jay Crowder? Jay Crowder, Gary for Payne, second, got a yeah. five-second round no. deal. Uh, Josh Richardson got four seconds yeah. in, a, in a player. <laughs> like The best thing, They've though. never been worth this much. That's, like, a, like, that's how we value NBA players now. Is like how many second round picks? Second yeah, round that guy's worth seventeen second round picks. Yeah, yeah. How many is Kevin Durant? Four hundred thirty-five second yeah. round picks. Kevin's like four firsts. Like, he's worth no, four first first. Round picks. Don't care. Give me the second round. He's picks. worth four firsts, which means he's worth roughly seventy-four second round picks, depending on the strength of the Shroop buck. Like that's that's where we're at right now. This is this is good. You the know what I feel like Stanley this segment Nickel. is right now. I feel like okay at our church we do the worst thing. It's a, it's the worst thing in the world. At the oh, end no. of service, yeah, and my wife's. My wife's grandpa is the pastor, okay? But he'll be like, so does, you know, anybody got anything on their heart? You know, you want to testify yeah. about it? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. like, does this, anybody have any this, questions for me in the meeting? Yeah, this yeah. is horrible. Yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh. Everybody, every everybody's got something on their pastor, heart. Everybody has yes, something exactly. decent. That's you did your job? Of course dude, we do. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Do confession or something like, like a yeah. Catholic <laughs> do. Like, oh, yes. do something else. And I'm like, this is going to be forever. Maybe we need to start <laughs> yeah. having that segment. There's a devotional. The there's a, there's a, there's a yeah. private time during Catholic Mass where you offer up your own prayers Okay, we do that during mass, and we don't have to talk about it at the end of mass. <laughs> That's what the end of we're gonna start. I'm gonna start ending shows like that. Like, wait, anybody got anybody got <laughs> last last five minutes? Yeah. Anybody got something on their mind over something. here? I see yeah. that hand. Yeah. Is, there anything, yeah, I see that. is there anything on your heart? Second hand. round picks. I see that hand. Yeah. Second, can we talk about the second <laughs> round picks? Why are they such a thing this year? Twitch Who's 29 drafts me wild here yeah. with all those second round picks that have been traded already. I, I just love, like, see, it was shocking to see Jay Crowder for five second round picks. I thought I was, like, that's wild compensation. Yeah. Imagine, like, the insecurity of some guy, like, a guy just got traded for one second. Yeah, just round one pick. second. The round best pick. thing that happened, though, Wait, what? The, uh, Timothy Bryant uh, getting himself traded. Uh, asked Thomas for a trade, Bryan. or oh, Thomas, Thomas Bryant, excuse Bryan. me, I'm sorry. Yeah. Thomas Bryant was looking at Timothy. Uh, Thomas Bryant get, asking for a trade and getting it. After he's now immortalized in the photo of LeBron breaking the record, asking for the ball. By the way, he's like, I was like, I'm in position, man. You gotta, you gotta reward the big man. I'm open. <laughs> you gotta reward the big I'm man. I'm open. I've established position. Uh, Everyone, Give me the ball. Every person in that building has their phones out, looking at LeBron. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm getting this guy. He's like, get me out of here. He was so ready for get that ball. Get me out of here. I hate Indiana players, man. All overachieving nerds. I know. Let's talk about the worst thing of the day really quick before we get out of here. We have 15 seconds. 15 seconds? Awesome. Nick, don't ever put my straw in my drink again. Oh. <laughs> Man <laughs> foul. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Fingers. Uh.